Welcome everybody, you're listening to Internet Marketing Unleashed, the podcast, and in the background, if you hear any music, it's my son playing his sax, and I thought uh, it sounds kind of nice, and hopefully it sounds good uh, for you as well, and I'm Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Pedology, and I have our very special uh, regular guest star, Michael Rotkin, the SEO champ, on with us. Hey Michael, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm just hanging out, chilling in Spain, and if you hear the noise and back, everybody's sleeping because it's about 4 a.m. here. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad that uh, <clears throat> I'm glad you have insomnia and uh, gave me a Skype message, and we're able to do this uh, this great show today. We've got some really interesting things to talk about. Uh, there's uh, tablets coming from Microsoft to take on the iPad before Christmas, and then Android's been making some waves. And you've got some uh, information for bloggers who want to get to the top, uh, the top of the uh, of the charts, right, Mike? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, there's. You know, I, I was looking through our notes and what we've talked about the last few months, and what we haven't talked about is what you know. I like to go into whenever you're ready. You know what bloggers can do. Cool. Well, why don't we start with that? <laughs> so I'm going to be blogging. Maybe if I'm a brand new blogger, what uh, what should I be making sure that I'm doing? Okay, sounds good. What I like to um, what I like to do is just kind of just briefly mention what we've talked about, just very briefly. Um, you know, one we've recommended to blog, uh, um, you know, two three times a day with unique content, not duplicate content. Um, we've also mentioned to uh, you know even create uh, YouTube videos too as well, and then on your YouTube channel, then put YouTube videos on your blog because Google owns YouTube, so you're also going to be friends there. And then, um, you know, we'll talk about a couple other things, but I'd like to mention what we haven't talked about probably in a year, which still applies a lot, and the biggest bloggers forget to do this. And even, like, um, we, get our, we get a lot of good news from webpronews.com, and I even see them making mistakes. Their, their articles, what they do is they pick one word or two words. So if they write about Google versus, uh, let's say, Yahoo, you know, as the topic, they're going to put Google as the tag. They're not going to be on top of Google, even though it's Web Pro News. Now, Google versus Yahoo, they might because Web Pro News is high. But I wanted to mention the bloggers out there, don't pick one word, please. Don't pick two words. Try to pick three words, four words, and five-word keywords. So if an example of a three-word keyword would be um, Google versus Yahoo. An example of a... Mm-hmm, using sorry? that as a phrase, then. You're talking about using... Phrases for your keywords as opposed to individual words. Exactly, and we call them long tails in the SEO industry. And um, and and so, like a four-word example phrase would be uh, Google, and, and make sure you put spaces between them. Google versus Yahoo article, you know, or news. Actually, news. That's even better. So Google, uh, even actually even better. This um, latest Google. Yahoo News. That's four-word keywords. So you want to make sure, and, and I've always recommended it, and it comes from Matt Cutts, Director of SEO for Google, uh, who's been there forever and a day. Um, he's recommended to use WordPress. I've checked into the other one. I can't remember it, but you know what? I've looked at it. I looked at it for a client, and I've realized why I didn't look at it. It's just not worth it. Um, I, Is that yeah, Blogger? No, it's not Blogger. No, this was like a, it's a WordPress um it's like an application like WordPress. I forgot what it's called. Text so, something. Uh, maybe no, it's not text something. It's it's like a, it's like to be installed on you know on your blog. Um, I totally forgot 
But it's like... It just goes to uh, show it's out of mind. WordPress is what you need to be using for your blogging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just end the story, exactly. And here's the thing. Okay, now, I have a lot of clients that have actually spent a lot of money on SEO before they hired me and lost a lot of money. I want to mention this, too. Um, the don'ts to do is what you don't want to do is you don't want to make a separate blog. So if, you're, if your website is abc.com, you don't want to do abcblog.com. You want to do abc.com forward slash blog. That blog needs to be built and installed under the control panel in WordPress. Then in WordPress, um, that's where I wanted to go into. So you're going to be it. Now, now, here's another thing. You want to download, which we haven't talked about in a long time. I don't know if we have, the SEO all-in-one pack plugin. Yeah. SEO all-in-one pack plugin. And you want to fill it out. Don't be lazy. Fill it out because that's what gets you up there. You're not going to see results if you don't do it. Um, fill out as much as you can. On the right-hand side, you're going to see where they're going to ask for the um, um, they're going to ask for the tags again, which are the keywords. So you're filling out the forms almost twice, but you know what? It's better to fill it out twice than only once, and then maybe just miss something because there's no documentation on exactly which one to fill out, and if twice works better. But if you fill it out twice, then it's you know it's all good. So just make sure and make sure you have. Um, I would do no more than about four to six keywords per article. A lot of people like to stuff them in there. Break your article up. You know, I've always suggested that. Break it up um, into like three different articles. If you want 15 keywords, and do five per uh, article. And it could be about the same article, just rewritten um, with different opinions of the broken down article. Okay, cool. That's great. <clears throat> so phrases for your keywords or your tags and... Uh and how long a post should someone make? Um, I would say, you know, stick to, uh, you know, stick to about two paragraphs. Let's say two paragraphs. About so you're not talking about long posts here. You're actually talking about, so it's not going to be onerous on me to sit down and write 500 words three times a day in order to do my blogging. Exactly. You're talking exactly. about a few, a few uh, yeah, okay, so keeping it short, keeping it sweet. And then when you're done your post, do you recommend people ping it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. I recommend actually allow pings um, within that post, but I would recommend that you go to www.google.com forward slash add add com and then submit your post, and then on that page, copy. So copy and paste your URL you create, put it in there, and then under the comments, maybe just put a couple keywords with spaces in there. Or a fragmented um, sentence, or even maybe copy the title, and then that, and then that kind of shows Google that you went into your office, you posted, and then you're submitting them to your work, their your work, like they're your boss, and then they'll index you in the search engines eventually, and they'll index every single article too as well. And you can do that to Bing. Go to Google.com and search. Type in Bing.com. Type in space. And then type in uh, add, then type in URL, and you'll see the same thing for Bing. You won't be allowed to put comments, but submit it to Bing. And for right now, it still goes to Yahoo, but Bing is, uh, we'll talk about that later, about um, Bing is not actually probably going to be doing a deal with Yahoo at this point, and Yahoo is kind of taking control of their own uh, uh, Black Pearl ship from the Pirates of the Caribbean that's just been ghostwritten, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, one of the things I think is really very interesting is that uh, Microsoft announced a couple of days ago it's going to have a tablet computer out before Christmas 
to take on Apple's iPad. So you're going to be seeing new slates with Windows on them, uh, according to uh, who is talking about this? I think it was Gartner from uh, from Microsoft, and. Uh, Basically, they figure there's going to be 10 million tablet PCs, which is what they're calling iPads, sold this year. And uh, that's going to include Dell's Streak and I think a couple other um, iPad-like devices. And Apple's iPad sold 3.3 million in its first quarter, the first three months it was available. So that's um, pretty amazing. And I think it's just the beginning of... Uh, a, a huge change in how we communicate because I have a number of friends that have the iPad and I'm looking forward to getting one for Christmas <laughs> to be quite honest and it's, it's a great way to uh, consume information whether it's reading, listening, watching videos and all the rest of it and I think a lot of us kind of got in the habit of using our laptop for all of those functions um, and so I think we're going to be seeing uh, just about everybody have one of these things in the near future. I, you know, I agree, and I actually think that um, I'm, um, it, it could even get a drop smaller, but, yeah, it's going to definitely be more precise, and that's going to eventually take over for the um, uh, laptops, per se, for the non-business people that are traveling, I think. Yeah, for the non-business people, absolutely. And uh, <coughs> under the – it's getting um, – I don't know if I should say weirder or weirder or what, but uh, there is an app that you can get on your iPhone that works with PayPal so that, Mike, if you have an iPhone and I have an iPhone and I want to send you money, then all i got to do is put something into this app, like the amount of money and everything else, sign in, and then we just bump phones and it takes, kind of like when you give someone your contact information using that bump function, uh, it actually sends the money from my PayPal account to your PayPal account. Wow, that's something right yeah, there. Yeah, can you imagine just like giving people like little, uh, you know, fist-to-fist -fist sort of things and $5,000 <laughs> goes from my account to your account or something like that? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, that. So now uh, to add to that, you can deposit checks into PayPal with your iPhone. So. Huh. Uh, PayPal tells us mobile check capture is currently available in the U.S. only. The underlying technology that makes this possible is based on legislation passed by the U.S. Congress in 2004 as a result of the 9-11 attacks. The legislation called Check Clearing for the 21st Century gives U.S. financial institutions the opportunity to clear checks using imaging technology rather than transporting the paper itself. We use technology provided by BankServe to make this possible for our U.S. customers. We're always on the lookout for ways to improve our customer experience in all 190 markets in which we operate and decide to implement this great new service in the U.S. If the legislation changes in other countries, we look to offer the same service in those countries. So it basically means that uh, you're going to be able to uh, use your iPhone to deposit checks into PayPal. That's amazing. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So you're going to be able to bump people to send them money. You're going to be able to take a picture of their check, and just you just put the information in, and 
really the future of money, according to this particular article, is digital. So it's hard to believe that there are people in business in the U.S. still using analog technology that's 400 years old. I'm talking about checks, said a senior director of PayPal Mobile, Laura Chambers. <laughs> Have you ever been handed a check and thought about it? When you've had a chance to get to the bank, thought about when you'll have a chance to get to the bank to deposit it. I carry checks around for months before finally making time to go to the bank and deposit it. Well, she must have a lot more money than me. I get them into the bank right away. But uh, I think that's absolutely amazing. You know, you'll be able to put all the information of the check in, take a picture of it, and it's deposited. It, this is in the U.S. only, but pretty amazing. That is awesome. That, that's definitely going to be awesome to see that thing happen and use it. And uh, yeah, so, I'll, mm -hmm. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah. No, I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to talk about. We talked about Google Instant, and you know, it's amazing. Now, now looking back on this, um, all these uh, I don't know SEO bloggers or whatever's going on. They 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 want to just you know come up with all these stories. You know, I. Like, I'm in Europe right now, and um, I was in Paris, and I left early because they were saying Al-Qaeda is going to attack. They put Al-Qaeda is going to attack all day on U.S. war and this and that. So I was thinking, you know, that's the same thing with Google Instant, with SEO is dead and this and that. It's all BS. You know, SEO is never going to be dead. And as I mentioned last time, um, I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this 12 years for SEO and 16, 17 years now for Internet marketing since 95. So the thing is, uh, the Internet is built on SEO. That's like removing the dictionary of definitions because S definitions are in-links. And in-links is what makes a website reputable because um, websites linking to another website shows Google that they're reputable. So all Google Instant is is you just type it in and you don't have to click the search button. That's all that is. Yeah. You know, yeah. what that's going to appeal to all I see is that's only going to appeal to people that are, you know, maybe, um, um, you know, per se older users or people that are brand new on the Internet that just type in one or two words. But, you know, um, I, I know you type in, Scott, you know, like three, four, five words, and I do too as well. And, you know, I was just typing in, like, Las Vegas SEO firm, and I'm, I'm number one, two, and three right now. And But that's not a big deal. But the thing is, is, like, I typed in Las Vegas SEO, then I typed in firm, and it's like it just keeps moving. So... That's cool about their instant, but SEO SEO is not dead, and it's just that's the thing is just don't keep believing that stuff. You know, listen to our shows here and listen exactly what to do because the fact is, big big companies. I get phone calls from large companies. They are not doing SEO. They have no clue how to do it. They have no clue how to write their descriptions, titles, keywords, and the body text, which. You know, which, I mean, these would be written by a professional, but at the same time, they could write something worthwhile. But So it's wide open for bloggers. So bloggers, keep blogging. I was just telling Scott, I'm in Europe right now. Of course, I'm in Barcelona, Spain. I was just looking on the Internet. And right now, the biggest trend in Europe is people are renting out studios where you can blog and you can do videos and you can do whatever you want. And you know what? Americans are really not, and, and let's say maybe Canadians too, are really not doing this. I mean, this is something, I just seen this 30 minutes ago on TV. I can't sleep. I'm watching this, and I see that, you know what, it makes sense because Europe is a little slower. People are more relaxed. I was just in France. It's beyond slow. You know, oh, you know what's really funny, Scott? I, I wanted to tell you this, and when I got it, I wanted to tell you 
and will tell it in front of everybody. I was <laughs> I was on the speed train in uh, in 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 first class, you know, because that's what sell people that are not from Europe is first class tickets. So you know, by the Eurorail pass or whatever. So I open the magazine and what do you think pops out? How about Google.com dash uh, I'm sorry dot fr for France. Google AdWords coupon. Can you believe that? Huh. In France, yeah. <laughs> so, I, so Google is every, Google's everywhere. So the thing is, it's just getting out. But what's going to happen is what I see now from what I've just seen on TV is eventually um, the European bloggers, we keep talking about how much time to spend on your blog because a lot of people don't, and they use RSS feeds. Use an RSS feed if you're going to take a day off, not a week or a month, you know. Um, there, what's going to happen is eventually Europe wants to make that money. They want those Google ads, you know. So they're going to be on there. They have no job right now. I'm in, again, Spain, and one out of five people are unemployed. Unemployment rate is 20%. So those 20% are pretty much blogging, making their checks. And, um, you know, I'm American. Americans are lazy, except for, you know, I'm not lazy. You know, I work seven days a week, but... Bottom line is, Americans are lazy. I was lazy probably before the age of 20. But the fact remains, Americans are lazy. We'll say, uh, you know, like I just had a buddy um, trying to get him to do a cooking recipe site. Guy's got, like, master's degree up the zoo. You know, he knows all about, you know, he could be on TV. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to try to put it together. I said, why don't you try to touch your nose? You know, that's the example. It's like, hey, you know what? Stop complaining. Get off your butt. Do it. You know, he has no job. And I'm going to build the site for him. So it's like, hey, you know, just blog. The more you blog, the more money you're going to make. It, and let me tell you this, too. What I mentioned to him is what I like to tell all these bloggers out there with the big question is money. When, do they, when are they going to make money? You will make money after three to four months of blogging. Don't think you're going to make money in a week. Don't think you're going to make money in two weeks. not going to happen. If you're starting a fresh, brand-new blog, blog two, three, four, five times a day. Even set, well, you know, five times a day is a good amount. And do that for three months, and you're going to see traffic. And use the google.com forward slash ad URL. And, and you know what? Any questions you have, feel free to email me, you know, on seochampion.com. Just send, a, send me an email, find my contact us, fill out a form, ask me a question. Hey, what was that URL again or so? You know, and Scott can maybe list it, and I'm going to post this on my Twitter. But that's the whole thing is, like, after three to six months, you should be generating checks of, you know, just from random bloggers of three hundred dollars to a thousand, and, and after six months to nine months, you can see fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month. You know, and that's a good that's a good job, and that'll become your job. That's right. And so that income is coming from AdSense. Yeah, that's correct. That that income's coming from AdSense. And oh, let me mention this since you mentioned AdSense, because yes, that's where it's coming from. Um, the bloggers out there do not sign up for AdSense until like you've blogged and you, you've had it done because what can happen is they can deny your account and then if you reapply for it then they can deny it again or they can approve it but more than likely they may deny it because they'll see a denial in there because Google is being very picky very picky right now so you, they want to see what you have instead of just approving any domain because they have more than enough people to track and they don't want any more than the people that are dedicated which means you have to be blogging daily and which really means that you shouldn't apply for an account after until about a month or two you know so after do a bunch of blogging get a whole bunch of content up there show that you know what you're talking about and then go to uh, to Google yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool. 
Well, we're running out of time. I know uh, you're up uh, either up early or up late, depending on how you want to look at it. Late. And, <laughs> and, and you should get some sleep. So I just wanted to close out with, because uh, I, I keep an eye on the smartphone uh, situation, and Comscore came out uh, yesterday with some interesting statistics regarding the mobile market. And it looks like, and <clears throat> it's interesting how uh, People write articles, particularly news people write articles, right? Because they say it looks like RIM and Apple are are in trouble because mobile was the only mobile or Android was the only mobile operating system to increase its market share in between May and August. <coughs> so RIM went from 41.7% to 37.6%, down 4.1%. So yeah, uh, this is in tune with what I think is happening, and that is that RIM is is heading out of the game if they don't smarten up. And Apple and Google are kind of taking over. And Apple went from 24.4% to 24.2%, so pretty stable. And Google went from 13 to 19.6%. So they went up 6.6%, I mean, for um, operating systems that are, that are using on smartphones, which you're going to see Google, t I think, really kind of take over because a lot of these... Uh, companies that are creating smartphones are going to be going to the Google platform. And unless somebody comes out with another kind of open source platform that, that uh, can compete with Google, I think Google's going to be dominating that. So it wouldn't surprise me in the next uh, year to see Google overtaking Apple simply because Google is on all these different smartphone companies' smartphones, whereas Apple's just got the iPhone, right? Exactly. Uh, That's a good point, too. That's then, a very good point. Yeah, and then the other side of this, and they go the silver lining, is that even though they may be losing share, they're all gaining subscribers because the overall smart market is growing like crazy, right? So, you know, RIM, even though it went down as market share, it probably had record sales. And I think that's one of the things to remember with all this as well is, is 1.5 or 6 billion cell phones sold every year. And, you know, over the coming three or four or five years, in my opinion, fewer and fewer of them are going to be phones that all you can do or talk on. They're going to be phones that you're going to be able to do all the smart type stuff. That, Like the Apple iPhone of last year will probably be a $50 phone that you can get in two years. And, and that's just going to be the way it goes because the technology is uh, is doubling every, the power of the processors and everything else doubling Every 18 months, it's been doing that for the last 10 years. doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon, which just means that we're going to be able to do more and more and more off of iPhone-type devices or Google Android-type devices or even the iPad devices. And what that means is, you know, unless you're looking at doing accounting-type work or, you know, creative work, spreadsheet-type work or a lot of typing, you're probably... Uh, you know, if you're a consumer of information, you want to go to YouTube, which half the people on the internet go to, uh, you're going to be doing that on your iPhone or your iPad or some other device that's very similar to that in the future. So that's the way it's going. So if you're not prepared for mobile and uh, you're, you don't have the WordPress mobile plugin, you know, uh, set up and the theme set up, uh, you're going to be missing out on an awful lot of... Uh, of business, and that's one of the things that I'm going to be talking about a lot at Quantum Wealth Mastery, which is coming up the 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th of October 
in Vancouver, BC. So if you want to come and see beautiful Vancouver or if you uh, are in the lower mainland here and want to you know, really find out what's going on the cutting edge, really recommend that you go there. There's a lot of teleseminars. In fact, there's one that uh, actually I think a previous podcast episode is my conversation with Dov Barron about the mobile marketing uh, situation and what's going on. But you can head over to www.quantumwealthmastery.com and uh, you can sign up there. If you decide you want to do that, email me, scott at patonmail.com and I will uh, give you a special coupon code that will give you a massive discount on the $4,500 ticket price. And we have a lot of people paying that $4,500 to come in here. Myself, Stefan Stavrakis, Dove Baron, and the rest of the people that are going to be at this event. It's going to be full of amazing information. And uh, I, I'm so excited. I went last year, and this year I've been preparing all year for my uh, two-hour presentation. It's just going to be absolutely amazing, and I hope mm. that you can join us. So there's, there's that uh, done, and I think we've covered just about everything that uh, we wanted to cover. Um, Anything you want to add, Mike, before we sign off for this episode? No, just 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 uh, just taking to heart what, what I mentioned about blogging, and uh, you'll you'll see you're going to make money, and um, you know, and 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 just take my advice, you know. That's all I got to mention. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. We, uh, you've been listening to Internet Marketing Unleashed podcast. Hope uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've got some good information. And you're able to use that to build your business. And we'll see you at Quantum Wealth Mastery. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.